Prudent Money with Bob Brooks is sponsored by the Prudent Money Foundation on 91.3. Well, today, redefining possible, proven strategies to break belief barriers and create your new normal. Stay tuned for Prudent Money. Good afternoon. This is Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the Prudent Money Radio Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know I do appreciate it. Well, how do you redefine possible? Well, author Dustin Hillis is here today to give us some strategies to break belief barriers and create your new normal in his book, Redefining Possible. Dustin, welcome to Prudent Money. Hello, Bob. Thanks for having me. You know, Dustin, I love the phrase new normal, and I think it really defines 2021 after a rather challenging 2020. But the key is the difference in how we define new normal. Is it the new normal of opportunities or the new normal of loss? And that is the question we all have to answer as we start this new year. Yeah, you know, perspective is an interesting thing. Uh, Your listeners, I don't know if they are looking or uh, near a window, but they could literally turn their head right now and look outside. And for some of the listeners, there might be a beautiful day. There might be birds chirping. Uh, some people might even see a rainbow. Um, but then other people could turn to their TVs and turn on the news, and their perspective would change pretty quickly. So it all depends what we choose to put our focus in, which is one of the chapters of Redefining Possible. Well, as you write in the book, beliefs are life-defining, and they're very powerful. They define who we think we are. You refer to these negative beliefs or limiting beliefs as belief barriers. Talk about the power of your beliefs. Well, belief is the bedrock, and it's amazing how fickle beliefs can be. And when there are strengths in your beliefs, uh, it really becomes your compass. It creates the true north. And it's obvious when people have worked on their beliefs because it affects decision-making. And unwavering beliefs create confidence. Unwavering beliefs are things that that you can be anchored in. And we talked about the concept of creating confidence anchors and having other successes, other challenges that you've gone through in your life with uh the book in the book redefining possible uh the chapter on belief has step by step creating confidence anchors and then going through the three levels of confidence to build your belief and right now i think a lot of people's beliefs are um shaken they're being tested and really this is the time to double down on your core beliefs and your values and to stay focused on the things that you can control. Well, then, uh, Dustin, there's that chatter that goes on in our head, the beliefs that we don't say out loud, but they just kind of run through our, our, our mind. Say you have a belief that nothing ever works out for me, and you say that silently that in your head over and over. It becomes a habit that keeps coming up. How do you shut that chatter down in your mind? I mean, I know it's not something, it's a process, but how do you go about doing that? Yeah, great question, Bob. You know, uh, (laughs) your mind is not your friend. And so many people think that their Mm. thoughts are actually the things that 
drive them and understanding the psychology of your mind and that really you have what's called a DCR center. And I found it so fascinating getting my psychology degree at University of Tennessee and learning that actually the primal brain is designed to keep you safe, to keep you um, alive, and, and basically food and shelter is the most important things that your brain is always trying to bring you back to normalcy or what it defines as normalcy. So in other words, your brain's not naturally designed to make you successful. Your brain is not designed to break through belief barriers. It's actually designed to create barriers, which ultimately end up holding you back. And the biggest enemy we all have to fight is our own mind. And so the, the barriers, um, the, the DCR center, your mind asks yourself constantly, what's in it for me? That's the drive portion of your brain. And you have to get past that to get to the second question your brain asks itself, which is the C, which is creative. And that's how can I hope to achieve this? And then if your brain comes up with an answer of how you could achieve something, the last question is um, fight or flight. And, and that's the activative part of your brain. And are you willing to do what it takes to um, initiate the idea or not? And so many people, the DCR centers kicking information to their subconscious mind that they don't want to do, and they're only focused on things that they want to do. So what we talk about in Redefining Possible is how do you break through that uh, cycle and how do you rewire your mind through using techniques like positive self-talk and uh, affirmations and there are proven psychological strategies that you can uh, deploy that actually will break your old patterns down and instill new ones where you, instead of telling yourself over and over again why something won't work, your brain can get switched to focus on what can work and what will work. And there's other people out there who have figured out things more complex than the problems that most people are dealing with every day. And the difference is their mindset, their attitude, and their self-talk. And those are all things that, that can be rewired regardless of what somebody's thinking today. Well, I really like this section of the book about faith. Contrast faith and belief. Dustin, are you there? I am. The last thing I heard you say was contrast faith and what? I'm sorry. There, there's got to be something going on with this uh, mic. <laughs> contrast faith and belief. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of times the people think that those are one and the same, and they actually have two different functions. Uh, faith is the things that you believe in that are yet to come. So faith in what you can't see. So you have to have faith in order to do something that you haven't done yet. You have to have faith in your vision for your future. If you're a Christian, you have to have faith that your your beliefs are going to, uh, you know, you're going to end up being in, in heaven one day. Or uh, you have to have faith that um, something's going to work out and you don't really know how it's going to work out. Versus beliefs are things that you know are true. Beliefs are things that um, 
a lot of times there's evidence to back up your beliefs. Uh, you can look at history and, and form beliefs from things that are truths, that are proven, that, are, that you've seen with your own eyes, and you, you can believe that something is what it is because you, 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 know, um, you know it from what you can see and you have evidence. So I would say that's the, the biggest difference is, is faith is in the things that you can't see and beliefs are the things that you can see. This is Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the Prudent Money Radio Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know I do appreciate it. I'm talking to Dustin Hillis about a great book, uh, especially a great book to kick off the new year, Redefining Possible, Proven Strategies to Break Belief Barriers and Create Your New Normal. Let's talk a little bit about fear because uh, fear really holds us back and uh, keeps us from from achieving our goals. How can someone use their faith to conquer fear? Did you hear that, Dustin? (laughs) You cut out again. The last thing I heard you say was how uh, can somebody use their faith (laughs) <laughs> and I'm guessing the question was, how can you use your faith to overcome fear? Yes. Is that the last part of that? Yeah, sorry, sorry you're having to do a mind read. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing is I'm, I'm good at that. So, <laughs> uh, um, so you know, it is um, an interesting topic. And right now, it seems that so many people are paralyzed by fear. And, um, you know, in the Bible, it talks about fear a lot, and it's one of the most direct things that, that, uh, regardless of if your listeners read the Bible or not, it's still the best-selling book of all time. And it's interesting that this topic is written about where there's direct advice about fear, which is do not fear. And there's story after story after story of incredible circumstances, much more incredible than the circumstances that are happening today, by the way, where people chose to not have fear. Um, I love reading books about people who survived extraordinary circumstances, whether it's a Navy SEAL that's in a, a situation that we could hardly comprehend, someone who survived a concentration camp. Um, I personally support a nonprofit that um, helps liberate people from North Korea and have had the opportunity to meet people who have recently escaped from North Korea. And the common thread between all the people who survived those incredible uh, situations is that they choose to not let the fear paralyze them. They, they chose to focus on the things that they can control every single day and action is the cure for fear. And so many people want to complain about things in the world and, and circumstances that are out there, and, and they want to post something on social media. I've never seen a world problem solved from a social media post. <laughs> However, I have seen world problems solved from real people doing real things to help their neighbor, mm. to help the people in their community. And act by act, action by action, you actually can make a difference. And that's how you overcome fear. Well, uh, Dustin, there's a lot of talk about New Year's resolutions this time of year. And, I, you know, I think the goals are more, impor- are more powerful, let me say, than resolutions. Yet habits might be the most important because if we don't change our habits, we don't reach our goals. I mean, should the emphasis really be more on habits than goals? I'd like your take on that. 
Yeah. Uh, I think goals are powerful. Um, and I think habits are powerful. And I do think you have to have both. So I wouldn't say one is more important than the other. I do find the New Year's resolution being a whole separate topic, <laughs> and they are ridiculous. <laughs> it's like sure. how many people have already given up on their New Year's resolution? <laughs> so, um, but a goal is a driver, and, and they are important. Um, in the book, Redefining Possible, we ultimately drive people towards the vision being the pinnacle, where your habits, your goals um, are, are really pieces of what becomes your life vision. So we have five steps to vision mastery in the book, Redefining Possible. And when you follow those five steps, you really create your baseline for your, your purpose and understanding why are you on earth? What's your mission? What's your mission that you're on? Uh, what kind of person do you want to be or be more like? What type of things do you want to do? Um, what do you want to have? What impact do you want to make? Um, and what kind of people do you want to surround yourself with? And really, you, you have to define that baseline of what type of vision you want. And then you have to punt your mind into the future as far out as you can to create a vision of your life. And then we believe in vision boarding and, and making it visual because your mind's eye is a real thing. And you have to visually see what your life is going to look like in the future. And ultimately, that drives your habits. And your, your habits um, come from the things that you say you're going to do. First you think it, then you say it, then you do it. And so, um, and, and once you're seeing these images that you create for your vision over and over and over again, you're rewiring your subconscious mind. I think that drives your habits, but making your goals visual and putting them on a vision board ultimately is something that we recommend and redefining possible. You know, Dustin, live fearlessly and to show grace in all situations are two habits that, that I'm focusing on this year. You know, what habits do you think are particularly important after having been through 2020? Well, the first one is, who said 2021 is going to be any easier? <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> People keep talking about 2020. Sure. Like, oh, thank God that's gone. It's over, right. Oh, here. And, and I think the first thing is um, forming the habit of realizing things are um, not necessarily ever as good as they sound or as bad as they seem. And I think the media and the world wants us to be so polarized. They, they want everybody to be against each other because that, that feeds the fear. That feeds the media. The media feeds off of fear. It actually is what they want people to be caught up in. And so the more we can think things are really, really bad or things are really, really good, it plays right into being paralyzed. So just understanding no matter what your circumstances are, um, don't let yourself get so caught up into it where you, you think things are so bad it's the end of the world or so good that things can't go wrong. And so that's, that's something I think is a, a learning lesson and, and an affirmation that I've been reminded of throughout 2020 is, you know, January, February of 2020, Southwestern Family of Companies was having a banner year financially every one of our 20 globally diverse businesses were on fire and doing the best they'd ever done and then march rolled around 
and it was just like getting a kick to the gut. Mm. And we cr- crawled and scraped and, and did everything we could to get out of the hole. And we, we ended up having a solid year despite the circumstances. But I think for us going into 2020 is not assuming, oh, the vaccine's here. Things are going to be sunshine and rainbows. This year is going to be so much better. I think we're much more prepared that even if things get worse in 2021, we're going to be fine. We have a plan. You, um, persistence is the key. As long as you don't give up, then, then it's really hard to get beaten. Dustin's book is called Redefining Possible, Proven Strategies to Break Belief Barriers and Create Your New Normal. Great book, and it's a, it's a great book for this time, I think, of what we're, we're dealing with. Let's talk a little bit about goal setting. We mentioned it a second ago. What, you know, it seems like for most people, goal setting just doesn't work. So what is the most effective strategy to setting goals and to reaching them? Accountability. So many people are dreamers. And they talk a big game, and they don't ever back it up. Um, Without accountability, it is so hard to accomplish something significant. But when you apply accountability, that's the game changer. And starting with reading a book like Redefining Possible to really get your mind around how to create an accountability system and an accountability structure. At Southwestern Consulting, the company I co-founded 15 years ago, we have a coaching business. And we do one-on-one coaching and help hold people accountable to reaching their goals. And we've had 16,000 one-on-one coaching clients go through our program. And when you uh, ask them after being in the program for a year, hey, how did you increase your income by 25%? The number one piece of feedback we get is my coach held me accountable to doing the things I don't enjoy doing. Mm. And that's the thing. Most goals actually stretch you. If they're good goals, they're, they stretch you. They take you out of your comfort zone. And, again, your mind is designed to keep you comfortable. So, therefore, if you're setting goals that take you out of your comfort zone, your mind will work against you to keep you comfortable. So having accountability and having someone help you to push you, um, to think about what you need to do, and, and really simply just get you to follow through to do what you said you're going to do, I find that's the number one thing to achieve massive goals. You uh, mentioned vision boards a while ago. Talk a little bit about about these vision boards and how you use them, how you set it up. So the first thing is what you see on The Secret or you read in some, uh, you know, quick magazine or a movie um, is is the not the best way to do it, and that's what most people have seen that have done vision boards. But it's better than not doing a vision board at all. So what we recommend is instead of flipping through a magazine and finding pictures that you're excited about and putting them on a vision board, first spending several hours, if not an entire day, we recommend you do it with your loved ones, with your family. Um, I do it with my wife and my nine-year-old daughter, and we actually pull out a piece of paper and we answer the questions, okay, in 2021, what kind of person do I want to be more like? And we make a list of 10 characteristics and 10 10, um, character-building words that we want to be more like in 2021. Um, So my daughter did kind, caring, and listen. Mm. Um, My wife uh, put words around fitness. Um, I put words around uh, inspiration and leadership. And we we created these 10 different words. Uh, Then you uh, go to the next phase, which is what do you want to do? 
and so many people focus on on just different things that are more materialistic versus things that they want to do. So do you want to start an orphanage? Do you want to be part of a nonprofit? Do you want to get involved in some cause that you're very passionate about that you wish that there was more of in the world? Um, also trips. Where do you want to go? Where, where do you want to see? So just make a list. Run a marathon. Um, there's so many things that you can do. Um, win an award. Be the number one producer in your company. Um, get out of debt. Pay your house off. Uh, the list is endless of what do you want to do in 2021. Those are the two most important pieces of your vision board. The third and least important, but it's still important, is what do you want to have? So um, some, some people I find actually shy extreme, like the pendulum swings so far that they don't put anything about what they want to have on their vision board. But it still is okay to put on there. So what dream home do you want? What is it going to look like? Are you going to have a pool? Um, you know, hey, what kind of car do you want? You want to upgrade to a cool uh, car, uh, motorcycle, uh, you know, whatever it is, airplanes. There's so many different things that you'll find people want to put on that vision board. And what's amazing is when you form the habit of doing vision boards every single year, 10 years later, you're going to look back at those vision boards you created, your very first vision board from 10 years ago, and pretty much every single thing you put on that will be done. Um, I remember uh, about 15 years ago, I put I wanted to write a book on the vision board, and that was the craziest thing I could think of um, growing up as a slightly dyslexic kid, not the best student in the world. Um, my teachers are probably in shock that I've now written three books <laughs> and have the newest book, Redefining Possible, out on Amazon right now. And that was on a vision board many, many years ago. And at that time, it was the wildest, craziest goal I could think of. And now I'm on my third book. So uh, those, those are the steps for vision boarding is to uh, follow those steps first, then find images of those um, things that you write down. And you do it just like an old school um, science project. You pull out a pair of scissors and glue and you get a poster board and it's going to feel like you're back in elementary school and you do it anyways, put your ego on the shelf. Uh, <laughs> multi, multi-millionaires that we coach do this. And after coaching for 12 months, these multi-millionaires tell us that putting their vision board together was one of the things they were so thankful they had their coach hold them accountable to doing because it makes that big of a difference. Well, Dustin, congratulations on a great book, Redefining Possible, Proven Strategies to Break Belief Bearers and Create Your New Normal. I think it's something that everybody needs to read and uh, really uh, practice what you put in that book. So uh, congratulations. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate you having me on, and thanks to the listeners. And hopefully the book makes an impact and makes a difference and helps them here during these times of 2021 to – Find inspiration and fight the good fight. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Dustin. God bless. God bless. This is Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the Prudent, Prudent Money Radio Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. Listen, if you've got a question for me, please go to the website, prudentmoney.com, and send it in because we are all out of time. Until we do meet again next time, keep the faith and have a great rest of the day.
That's all the time we have for today. Questions or comments for Bob or to find out more great information like what you've just heard, visit www.prudentmoney.com. Be sure to join Bob Brooks again for the next edition of Prudent Money.